0: On you personally, not some anonymous being in a distant place, and to define in no uncertain terms the consequences of inaction. Let the battle begin.
1: This is Dr. Dan. At 9.40 p.m. September 11, 2012, members of Ansar al-Sharia attacked the American diplomatic compound in Benghazi, Libya, resulting in the deaths of U.S. Ambassador to Libya Christopher Stevens and U.S. Foreign Service Information Management Officer Sean Smith. At around 4 a.m. on September 12th, The same group uh, launched a mortar attack against the CIA annex approximately one mile away, killing CIA contractors Tyrone Woods and Glenn Doherty and wounding 10 others. An honest and complete reporting by the Obama administration of the details of this attack, including the reasons for actions, for inactions, would probably have been acceptable to most. It was the unbelievable and obviously false narrative used as a cover-up that turned this event into the national scandal we are still discussing and memorializing today. In spite of what Hillary Clinton said in the congressional hearings, it certainly, most certainly, does make a difference. After our commercial break, we will return with my guest on Freedom Forum Radio, Del Wilber a former intelligence officer serving with the CIA and the Department of Defense in Eastern and Western Europe and the Middle East and in law enforcement. His mission is to educate the public on counterterrorism and situational awareness to protect their communities, their loved ones, and themselves. This is Dr. Dan, and we're back with Dell Wilbur. Former intelligence officer serving with the CIA and the Department of Defense in Eastern and Western Europe and in the Middle East, and in law enforcement, he is an expert in counterterrorism, especially in the Middle East. Dell Wilbur, welcome to Freedom Forum Radio.
2: Thank you, Doctor Dan. It's, it's a pleasure to be on.
1: Well, thanks for being on, Dell. And uh, let's talk about the terrorist attack in Benghazi. What are the factors that set up this attack? And tell us, what really happened?
2: Well, uh, what set up the attack was the misguided policy on the part of the Obama administration. Uh, you know, they, they are the ones who are responsible for uh, putting a, a, uh, a presence you know, in the country, which uh, was at that time... Uh, in in uh, a situation similar to what uh, you know what we saw in Somalia during uh, President Clinton's administration, when it was a lawless area, uh, there was you know very little governmental control over what was taking place, and and that was to to blame on the part of uh, President Obama and and Secretary of State Hillary Clinton uh, when they uh, allowed the Uh, then, you know, head of Libya, uh, to be, you know, basically, uh, to use Hillary's words, we came, we saw, and he died. Uh, You know, Muammar Gaddafi was certainly no good individual. He was not the type of person that, uh, you know, you'd want to invite over for a Saturday barbecue. But he did provide some stability in that country. And once he was, uh, was exited from the scene... Uh, then all of the warring factions of that that uh, that had been held together by his his uh, his presence uh, began to uh, to war amongst themselves. And, and the other problem was we lost our uh, lost control of uh, a number of shoulder-fired uh, surface-to-air missiles that were capable of taking down a commercial airliner. And you know that. Certainly, uh, having those weapons in the hands of uh, terrorist organizations would uh, uh, would place uh, commercial air travel at risk of uh, anywhere in the world, really, because those weapons could be, you know, transferred uh, uh, anywhere.
1: You know, it's it's kind of interesting to to hear you discuss this because um, your thoughts obviously mirror mine and many, if not all, of our listeners. Uh, you had a guy, Gaddafi, he's a bad guy, no question a bad guy, uh, responsible for the Lockerbie Scotland attack, uh, in, in which many lives were lost, uh, and yet he did serve somewhat of a purpose in what was basically a lawless area. Is that not true?
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, he, uh, for all of his, you know, for all of his bad uh, faults in that, and uh uh, he, he was at least a stabilizing force that had uh that had been under control uh ever since uh, uh after the the nine eleven attacks uh in two thousand and one uh when uh when he saw what the uh what the response was uh, we had gained a level of control over him and uh certainly not someone you would trust but uh, uh but he had moderated his his activities and uh, so in that regard it was uh, uh he served a useful purpose uh, by maintaining him in control for the time being
1: you know it's it's funny in in the way we have dealt with bad actors around the globe over the last you know 50 years it seems some of them we tolerate and some of them we actively try to get rid of uh, do you see a pattern there that uh is detrimental to our security
2: yeah, we've certainly, my, my old agency has made a lot of mistakes over the years. We, you know, we've, uh, we've backed the wrong horse a number of times. But, uh, you know, the thing that I, I, I like to point out is that, you know, you, you hear about the mistakes that, uh, that the agency or that our government has made over the years. Did you never hear about the successes because if you heard about the successes, then they wouldn't be considered a success. So, you know, we we certainly made some mistakes in that, and I think uh, you know I like to think that we try to learn from those mistakes. Um, you know, I've, I'm long gone from the agency now, but uh, you know, backing uh, Gaddafi at the at that moment in time made sense because, as I said, he did serve as something of a of a moderating influence in a in a very volatile area, and uh, and and for that, you know, we you know we uh, we g- gained some some leverage in that, and in, in, uh, uh, in helping to control some of the um, some of the other bad actors.
1: What were some of the the events that actually happened that night? Uh, are there events that happened that we don't know about, which you could talk about, or in general, what what was the what happened? How do, how did things go down?
2: Well, if you've seen the uh, the film. Uh, Thirteen Hours, a uh, Michael Bay film that was put out that depicted the events of that night. Uh, Thirteen Hours, um, it's actually a pretty accurate uh, reflection of what what occurred, and uh, you know the uh, the attack on the diplomatic outpost, which uh, resulted in the uh, the deaths of uh, Sean Smith and Ambassador Stevens, uh, led to the eventual attack on the uh, the CIA annex that uh, it was roughly a mile uh, away. And uh, uh, you know the the thing that uh, that people need to keep in mind is that what we had a, we had a situation in Benghazi that was was really a a, a complete fiasco on the part of the Obama administration, and Secretary of State Clinton. There were repeated requests and recommendations made that security should be improved uh, at. Both the diplomatic outpost in Benghazi, uh, as well as the embassy in Tripoli, that were ignored. I mean, they simply were not acted upon. Uh, you know, you'll have to ask Hillary Clinton why, you know, why she didn't feel it was necessary to, uh, you know, to improve the, uh, the security at those facilities. Um, you know, I, I, I certainly, you know, you're not going to get a straight answer, that's for sure. Uh, but they were, they were basically an, a. a uh, an attack that was waiting to happen because, uh, they were not hardened targets in that part of the world, which is absolutely necessary. They, uh, you know, they, they, there was the middle of a civil war in essence was taking place yet we had a, a, a lightly secured, uh, diplomatic outpost with an ambassador present that, uh, that simply made no sense whatsoever. And, uh, you know, those are, are some of the reasons that, uh, uh, that the the attack happened because the uh, the bad guys out there certainly aren't stupid, and uh, you know they they are capable of. It, it, in fact, they, they conduct intelligence operations themselves, looking for weaknesses in that uh, that they can exploit, just just as we do.
1: Well, you know, it's uh, it's interesting to me is that, and of course, uh, I did watch the movie Thirteen Hours, and I, I will mention that uh, uh, Saturday, September the twenty sixth this year. I, I invite all of you, all my listeners and everyone in this area, we'll have a huge crowd. Uh, we have our eighth annual Benghazi Memorial Program at the Band of Brothers Veterans Park on Pleasant Valley Road at Carriage Lane in Murphy, North Carolina. Uh, if you plan to arrive between 11 and noon, there are food, there will be food, music, and patriotic speakers, including our guest, uh, Dell Weber. Uh, this is a program, this is our eighth annual program to memorialize the four Americans who uh, who died in Benghazi unnecessarily as far as we're concerned uh, there will be a parachute uh, jump at uh, approximately two o'clock in the afternoon by the special Forces parachute team but this is a time for us to come together uh, talk about Benghazi uh, and remember and memorialize what happened there and Dell uh, Wilbur I'm very proud to say will be our primary speaker and he'll be discussing these and other events uh, that occurred uh, in the Middle East. So plan that Saturday, September 29th, uh, arrived between 11 and 12, uh, incredible program. And as I said, this is our eighth annual. The fact that we have had now this being our eighth annual program, this has become uh, a very important event to those of us who understand the, the failures, in the foreign policy of the Obama administration, uh, that famous line by Hillary Clinton: "What difference does it make?" Well, I'll tell you, it damn sure makes a whole bunch of difference, uh, and that's why people like Dell Wilbur are speaking out against this. So, what do you make of all those lies that they told afterward? What What was the purpose in that, in their minds?
2: Well, to use no military phrase, it was, uh, it was basically it was CYA, you know, cover your.
1: You can say you the, the last word. You can say the word ass uh, on this radio station. It's okay.
2: <laughs> that was basically what it was. Cover your ass. And uh, you know the thing that I would invite people to do is, is uh, I belong to an organization called uh, Special Operations Education Fund, uh, OpSec for short, and we produced a video that was actually played uh, the first night of the 2016 Republican Convention in in which uh, Donald Trump was was nominated to be president. And in it, we discussed the details of what took place, the truth about Benghazi. Uh, and you can find it on YouTube. It's uh, Just go into the search area and type in OPSEC, the truth about Benghazi. And you'll see a, a, a video clip uh, with the, uh, the profile of uh, Leon Panetta uh, that shows up. And uh, if you click on that, you can watch it's about a six or seven-minute video that uh, was put together by an organization that, uh, that explains the details. Of, uh, of what happened that night, and you know the as is typical of, of politicians of, of all stripes you know uh, you make a bad decision on that and then you try to lie your way out of it uh, which uh, which is what happened in this case
1: so they they come up with this false narrative, which uh ridiculous it's a videotape that uh some guy made that made everybody real angry, and so they decided to kill a bunch of people. Uh, you know, and you look at the, all of the administration officials that came out and readily just uh, spewed forth this total fabrication, total lies about what happened, all basically, yes, to cover their asses, but it all comes out uh, that they. Mismanaged the whole thing, and and it is true, is it not, that uh, there were repeated requests to fortify that area or not have it there, the uh, that diplomatic outpost.
2: Well, yes, I mean Benghazi was was pretty much considered a uh, <laughs> kind of a free fire zone. I mean there was uh, there was literally no no governmental control there, and uh, you know so it was uh, you know putting a a. Uh, Uh, Something right in the middle of a hornet's nest, and uh, you know the it should have been. It was a misguided policy in the first place, and you know I who can uh, you know you can we can debate the uh, the wisdom of of any of the Obama administration and Secretary of State's foreign policy decisions, Uh, but uh, you know I only know the you know from from what I've heard and that about the you know the the fact that there were other. Other activities going on that that the agency wasn't involved with, uh, you know, that uh, certainly I think need to be investigated more fully, and, and hopefully one day the uh, uh, you know the truth will come out about those uh, those activities. But but to uh, uh, to place a, a uh, an unfortified with only a small State Department security contingent uh, uh, who escorted the ambassador. You know, place them in the middle of a uh, of a hornet's nest uh, was absolutely a a misguided uh, a policy, uh, uh, and and it was basically you know setting setting them up to be uh, to be victims.
1: A lot has been a lot has been has been said, and a lot of uh, comments made about the fact that there were uh, quick reaction force reinforcements that were available that could have come to the aid. Of these people in Benghazi, is that true? Uh, And if so, uh, what do you make of that?
2: Well, it's absolutely true. Uh, I mean, there were units that uh, that were basically gearing up and ready to go, uh, but were were not given the uh, the go ahead uh, to go ahead and respond to Benghazi. And uh, uh, they had uh, there was a Special Forces unit, basically a Special Ops unit that was that was available that could have been there. Uh, probably in, a, in within an hour or two, a couple hours at the at the most, and and they would have been in a position to to bring the the attack against the annex uh, to a quick end. Um, even you know, as as is depicted in the uh, in the film, you know the uh, uh, a flyby by an F F sixteen fighter jet, a couple of low you know passes overhead probably would have dissuaded the uh, the terrorists from. Um, from continuing their attack uh none of that was done it could have easily been done um you know but the the concern was more about uh, the approaching election and uh, uh and the obama administration's uh claims that uh you know that they had kept you know america safe there'd been no terrorist attacks during their you know their administration everything i mean it was all about politics um and and it just it it's despicable what happened the the lies afterwards, when uh, you know Susan Rice. Uh, I truthfully, between you and I, as as a as an American, I was insulted by the lies that were told about this being about some video that uh, that got these uh, these terrorists uh, uh, all upset and 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 caused this attack. I mean, to me, that was just that was insulting. It was insulting to my intelligence.
0: Well, that's really
1: the point, and that's why. That's why Benghazi is, is still remains in the minds of most veterans like you and me, and veterans in our in our community, in our listening audience, and American patriots in general. When you say the word Benghazi, there's one thing that comes from to mind, that that it was these four men were murdered. They were murdered needlessly. Uh, that the Obama administration refused to come to their aid. And and that is why they passed away.
2: Well, in in, in effect, all four of them could have been uh, their deaths could have been prevented if if the proper uh, security uh, considerations had been uh, implemented, uh, you know, well before the attack. Uh, but then, you know, after the attack, at least, at least the you know the the victims at the annex and that would have been uh, would have been saved had the U.S. government. Uh, responded and, and taken the appropriate action, and, and they they chose not to. Basically, it was uh, politics were more important than the lives of Americans.
1: Well, again, Del Wilbur, when Hillary Clinton says, what difference does it make? It damn well makes a whole bunch of difference, and that's what the Benghazi Day Memorial Program on September 26 is all about. We Men do not die until they are forgotten, and we are damn sure that these four are never, ever going to be forgotten. Remember, September 26th, Murphy, North Carolina, the Band of Brothers Veterans Park, arrived between 11 and noon. You will not be disappointed. And Del, Weber, Del Wilber, thank you so very, very much for being a guest on Freedom Forum Radio. Uh,
2: Dr. Dan, it's been my pleasure, and thank you. thank you for inviting me.